0: Two things together. So question's been asked. What's the concept of Dhar-tari? If You wanted an in the sugya, you wanted to know something which Torah learning in khara qualifies a person to know. That's the topic that's been learned, that's a topic which is under discussion. That's the sugya that a person has been aiming on. So then it's understood, you ask her up. He's somebody who that's his area of expertise, that's something he's learned about. So it makes sense, that's who you're going to speak to. But if you're going to ask about a medical procedure, so then the logic would be go speak to somebody. That's their, that's their field of expertise, go speak to a doctor. You want to speak about investments or business, so you speak to somebody who's a financial consultant. You want to speak to, you want to know about politics, and so don't speak to anybody. So, <laughs> when it comes to all these other fields we right, we go to Rabanim what, what training does a Rav have in medicine? what training does a Rav have in investment? he doesn't have his own investments he's not experienced in the hospitals so why would that be why would that be something which we would ask a Rav's opinion and this is a very common question especially used not just as a question but as an attack and that is what rabbanim know about these things anyway? You know, you're going to ask a Rav's opinion about uh, some technical point of surgery or you're gonna to talk to him about some complicated area in the field which he hasn't trained for. So Mechites he should know about that somewhere. It's like in an accusatory way. So like we said it's always the rule for we're not going to answer questions we always have to know like we said the terrorist model for answering question is whose question are we answering? There's a Chachum question, which means a question that wants to understand and a person who comes to understand it expensively. There's this long line of people outside of Chaim's door. Yeah, one of them might be holding a safe and he wants to chat in an obscure Rambam or you But most of them aren't there for that. This was asking a medical question. This was asking good advice. This was asking a personal question. Since when did Chaim train as a doctor and a therapist and a counselor or whatever else is going to be? So if a person wants to understand, you'll we'll ask the question like, a oh. Then you'll get the person who like I said is the Rasha question. He's coming to kill or to, to accuse us of like why are you asking somebody who doesn't understand the topic? Okay, so let's, let's, if that's the way the question is being asked, so let's answer that question first. And that is, if you, someone would come to you as a rational human being, but, but it happens to be you're an accountant, or you're a lawyer, and someone said, say, tell me, my friend, I want to ask your advice. You know, I, I have, went for a medical test, and I came up with a certain diagnosis, and I'm wondering if I should take treatment or not. What's your opinion? Let me ask a question. Would you offer an opinion? He'd say, I have no idea. Go speak to a doctor. Would do you agree with me that if you didn't know what you're talking about, it wouldn't be a responsible thing to do? Right? If somebody, uh, the other hand, around. The person was pulled in by the police. He's been given this uh, summons that he's going to be tried for whatever crime it is. So the person goes to confine to his friend, the doctor. He says, look, I don't know how I should do it. Should I fight this? Should I not fight this? Like, what's the right thing to do? If the doctor's a reasonable person, he'll tell him, I have no idea. Go speak to a lawyer. This isn't my field. For a person to offer advice on a field where he's not qualified and understand that somebody else is going to suffer the consequences of your decision if you don't know what you're talking about, so it's, not, it's morally wrong. You're misleading somebody else, who you know what you're talking about. So why would you offer opinions like that? And therefore, you understand yourself, if someone's, asking you, if someone's asking you to help them, to give them advice, to give them an opinion, to make a decision for them and you know yourself, you don't know what you're talking about. You know yourself, you're not qualified to answer the question, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. You don't know, you don't know what, what harm you're going to cause somebody else by giving you bad advice. And you'd be quite, quite capable to say, I'm sorry, this isn't my field. And it's understood. So then let's ask the question the other way around. The Godel who's approached. And somebody comes to him and says, Rabbi, give me an advice. I should do I shouldn't do it. If he doesn't feel he's qualified to answer, why is he giving an opinion? He should say, go talk to a doctor. I don't know. So why, why isn't that always the answer? and Agav, for people who aren't on the level of the Beli Israel, that should be the answer. If someone's asking about a topic you don't know, so either you're going to tell them, go speak to somebody who understands, or at least you're going to say, let me find out for you. You know, I'll speak to people who I know who know the topic and I'll find out for you. That's, that's the logical thing to say. When someone's going to come to you and you don't know what's going on, you don't know what to do. So then, uh, for sure, it's wrong to try to offer opinions uh, just because someone's asking you your advice if you don't have advice to give. You don't know the topic that's being discussed. So, why don't you do Why do Okay, so there's there's two answers to the question. The one is a, a more simple answer, a more practical answer. The other one is a more spiritual answer, but they're both true. And I'm going to start with a simpler the simple answer first. The simple answer is that if, uh, 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 as a Rav, or as someone who's paschaling halacha, there's a lot of interface with other fields. It happens the whole time. Because the, in, in a lot of areas, there's a halachic aspect and there's a practical aspect. And therefore, in order to be able to pass in the halacha, you have to know the Matthias. And therefore, every Rav who is responsible for passing in Shadows the on their own has to have contact with people in various other departments in order just to find that information. For example, Pekoyach Nefesh and Shabbos. What's Pekoyach Nefesh? What you're going to matter is someone who's coming to you to ask the Halakha question. He's going to say, This is what happened. am I'm allowed to call an ambulance and Shabbos? And if the Rav has no idea of medicine, just of halacha, he's not going to know what to say. Because also, look, this lachanah based him that in the case of the Sabak Nefesh, you're allowed to do machal Shabbos, even by Adar Good. But is this the Sahakabi nafesh? Well, I don't know, go ask a doctor. Now that might be what you have to do if you don't know. But after that happening once you're going to find out yourself from the doctor what's the situation because the next time someone's going to come with the shayla, you wanna know what to tell them. That's a shayla of halakh. Similarly, if someone's going to come with a shayla of kashrus, so then you can tell them, look, I know what the shayla says about Denei Well, what's the material? Oh, go speak to the tree. So then again, the first time, the second time that might happen, eventually you're going to decide, to, I'm going to find out myself. Because that, this is something which people want to know. So I'll, I'll learn the information to be able to answer the question. And therefore, come out every row of the Paskin Shaylas of Medicine, have, have doctors that they learn with, or they talk to, or they get information from. Because it's not shaykh to Paskin and therefore, if someone would now come for the advice and say uh, Harab, give me advice. I, was, I went for a test, this is the symptoms I got, what should I do? So uh, uh, quite often, the Rav actually does know because he's been to the doctor so many times when it's, the question's just been phrased in a halakhic question. Which means, if the question's been phrased as, is this because does it require surgery? And the, the, the reason why it's being asked is coming during Shabbos, and therefore, uh, the the Rev will speak to the doctor, and uh, whoever doctors here in France, and that will say 100%. Now, the next time someone asks him about the question, even not on the halakhi base, and say, Is this a, Should I do the surgery? He has information. I know, we've been there before, I've asked the question. And if I can tell you what's, what's the, the, the medical opinion. It's kadai for a rov who's asking doctors advice to refresh his information every so on because medicine changes. And therefore, just like it's kadai for doctors to be up to date with current medical advances. The role of quantum something a doctor told me 20 years ago. These things change too. But, like I said, definitely most premier rabbinic, professionals is in Israel, where they're getting questions of this nature the whole time, they, they, it's, they aren't shooting nine answers. They are finding out. They're discussing with doctors the whole time. I know in my best row, when I ask him, I David Morgenstern. Okay, maybe his speciality is medical halacha. But he has the professors in every field that he talks on a regular basis. And therefore, he knows exactly what's going on in medicine you gonna be able to quote you, keep uh, my textbook, you know exactly what the, what's happening. how medicine works. So, something like this Exalted in the neighbor, Something other. Like everybody in parts of the world where they're dealing with medical scientists, they're going to get to know what they need to know for the topic. So it's not that everyone knows nothing about medicine because they never went to medical school. If a person's passing the which are of a medical nature, then of course, they're going to have to know how medicine works. Same thing when it comes to business. If the person's a dying and a in, he has to understand finance. Or well, as half the scientists you're going to get, you won't understand. People come to argue they bought a chedek of a share in a company, which, and then there was this amount of dividends, and there was this mental interest, and this was taken off the amount that they're meant to pay the back on, on a compound basis. If people don't understand the financial world, how do you mean to pass on shaydas and today? Moment is much more complicated than just I lend him $10 and he denies it. Right? That's that, like the basic things that the Shulchan Ar-Arab says, that he's motivated, not motivated. You have to understand how things work. And if you're buying options and you're buying futures, all these things are rubies. Well, good question. How do the options work? you have something, you don't have something, it's a, it's a guarantee to give. Is it a loan? Is it something you already own? Is it something which you can appreciate, not appreciate? If you don't understand the financial world, you can't pass cash as a And not only that, I'll say an extra point also, and this is the doing in Erosisrov. If you don't know the, 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 the law of the country, you can't pass cash as a either. Because there's a, there's a principle in Shkhosh and mishpat, and that is what's the stumm of people? And uh, the stumm of people is legally what the law, what, what's the law? So when I buy something, let's say, what was my standards when I bought it? My standard was whatever the law requires. That's what I'm going to do. You see, most people aren't going to go against the law, and therefore, if the law means that when you, you take it, you make a sale, it comes with certain responsibilities or it comes with certain uh, obligations. Then that's your standards and therefore if the person takes you to base, to bear you, you sold me the property, you have to clear the or whatever it's going to be, or you have to get me a toughest Arab or whatever they want you to get them and so I never signed on that, I said I'll send you the thing so we're going to say what Islam does, what does the law require if you make a sale of this nature and that's going to of the person and therefore like I said, in a lot of areas of Allah, there's an overlap there's an overlap with other fields and even if uh, someone who wants to pass isn't necessarily uh, training the khatkhila in whatever other field of knowledge it's going to be, and in order to be able to do his job, he's going to have to learn them. Same thing, people are going to kashus. People are going to kashus. At some stage, they're going to have to learn the uh, the chemistry of food science, because otherwise, it's a field they don't know what to do with. And it's not like just kashus means you go and make sure that all the workers are Jewish and there's no Bishalakum. It's much, much more complicated than that. And without understanding uh, the most up-to-date innovations of food chemistry, you're not going to know what's going on. So were they trained uh, as, uh, as scientists in food chemistry? Probably not. But they're going to have to learn it somewhere, because otherwise they can't do the job. So that's what I said. A lot of the questions, which are in the coming are uh, coming from the idea. A person does know these things, because they wouldn't be able to, know, they wouldn't be able to pass without it either. That's a, that's a simple answer. That's a simple answer. And therefore, yes, uh, we're not talking about somebody who's stamps sat and for 20 years. We have to know the practical application of everything. But a person who has to pass practically has to know the practical application of things, otherwise, he won't know what to do. And therefore, yes, people will know uh, treatment for various illnesses because it, it makes a difference. So, a lot of halachas. What about chamos and pesach? What about eating in Yom Kippur? People have to know that a, a certain amount of the practical materials in the world you order know, to be able to pass on these the beast consist of, sort of doctors and lawyers? We don't need people who are trained in that, because when you need information, we'll find out. And therefore on the simple level, if, just like today, if we need information on the topic in order to be able to pass on it, so we going to bring the expert to explain it to us. And now we know. He has to sit here wasting his time for all the questions I learned to do with him. When we need him, we'll call him. Roshlema Zalman said, then he wrote Shabbos, and he went to the Pascal line, refrigerators in Shabbos. He said, by the time he learned to surgya, he could have built the fridge himself. He understood well enough exactly what has to happen, he could have built it himself. Uh, then, you, then you could pass it you know, what the halakh is it? and it has to work like that if you don't understand the uh, electronics you don't understand how circuit boards work or how the resistor works and if it's a co-resistor, it's a digital resistor and why oh, it makes a difference and if it's a grammar, it's not a grammar you can't pass it if you're going to pass it on these kind of circuits you have to understand the circuits which means you have to understand electronics okay, so I'm just giving you some examples but it'll apply to lots of other things too so that's the first and the simple answer that's the first and the simple answer and therefore had uh, other things ever happened but uh, I had Shambha's uh, neighbor in Shari Sakhis knocked on the door like, and said, my fridge is broken, you know what I should do? He would have told us straight away. He understood the like Suga very well. Oh, but you know, he never went to mechanic school. Okay, he learned it from Shabhi, he learned it from him. He learned how to use the fridge, so he would have been able to tell him exactly the, from a idea what's going on. Um, that's the first one. There's a second answer to the question, obviously. And for the second answer, I'm going to start with a story, which is a very famous story of a person who came crying to the Khazanish, That they had been to the hospital and they did scans and they decided he had a brain tumor. And he was very scared, surgery, brain tumor, It's a what should you do? So the Chaznesh told him, Give me a piece of paper and a pen. And uh, on the paper, he drew a sketch of the brain with letters and numbers, and they decided he wrote instructions to the doctor this is what you need to cut from, this what you need to do, this is what you need to get, whatever it is. So they're like, Oh. The goes back to the doctor and says, uh, I went to the, uh, the Khaznish and he, he, gave me a, he gave me a paper to tell you how to do the operation. He's going to tell me how to do the operation and this is my department. I so, said, uh, have a look at it anyway. The doctor, with all his guy over the side, he still agreed to look at the paper and he was actually quite impressed. The knew exactly how the, the structure of the brain worked and he, he read the thing, it made sense to me. did the operation that way and it worked. And afterwards, the had two visitors. One was the patient to say thank you. And the second was the doctor to ask him, How did you know? Uh, he, I followed your advice, it was a perfect way to do the operation. How did you know? You never went to medical school, you never had an operation in your life. Probably you'd never been in the operating theatre. So the answer to that question is something which Al Khan Vedajna writes in his introduction to the creation group I wanted to sware the gra because there's a period an introduction of uh Ikhaim Varajna, and the grower was also somebody who knew all the world designs. So I always like to give the same example, and that is, even though the grower spent his whole life kimat in his room, locked in the interior, he didn't used to Besides, with his few he him here, I didn't want to go to teach them, he learned by himself the whole time. One of the few visitors we know that R' Brand Had was a group of Goyesh professors from the department of from the University of Berlin the Department of Astronomy, they went the whole way from Berlin to Vilna, which is not a short trip, especially we're talking 250 years ago, to ask the gun a question. Why? Because they all got stumped by a certain problem in understanding how astronomy works. They couldn't work it out. They consulted with all the other universities in Germany, they couldn't work it out. And then, I don't know where they got information from, but there's a student in Vilna who who knows, understands the topic very well. Okay, so they sent them invitations to come to University of Berlin, of course, I don't know if he got the invitation, and would bother responding to it. But at the end of the day, they decided, you no, know, it's too bad, you're going to have to go to him to ask him. And uh, maybe to make a decision, I'm not sure why, but the guy to agreed to see them. He listened to the question. And then he explained to him, watch it, simple, uh, one, two, three, four, something which today is called in astronomy Kramer's theorem, which is the basis of how we understand the rotation of the planets. Kramer's theorem is because of Vilna Gron's name as old Kramer. And other uh, Yomim Tov, called what he taught them then, is going to be puzzled. The Shonim and K'riemusim. How did the Goyim know? How did the Goyim know? He says, "With Chaim V'Lochim, to answer this and lots of other questions." He said, "Look," he said, "B'shaim the God He said, "The Torah, the Etzim, is the Chachmah Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us." Besides that, Hashem gave us lots of other Chachmas in the world as well says the which is engineering, and the Chachm of medicine, and the Chachm of the, uh, of the mazales or in the Chachm of how things grow, uh, the, all the sciences. Hashem gave us Chachmans in the world also. He says a person could spend their time trying to learn the other Chachmas that Kadush gave, or so a person could learn the Torah, and then Hashem gives them the other of Matana. That's Lash Nagra. And if you want to mashallah for that, this is a mashallah which uh, I think the Chachmans is about this principle. Let's say uh, I will go to. I would go to the station and store, and I'd say, I want to buy wrapping paper. So would show a piece of the wrapping paper, it's not, just each one has a price, choose one you want. Okay, sure, you can pay for it, and buy whichever you want. Okay, so I buy the wrapping paper I and I go outside the store, and I see a person carrying a huge box, nicely wrapped. And I say to her, wow, how much did you pay for the wrapping paper? I said, pay? Nothing, I got it for free. So, first going to go, this is something unfair like over here. Now, I had to pay for my wrapping paper, and I got it for free. So, the store goes, what are you going to say? What do you want from me? You can't buy wrapping paper. There's a price. He bought a whole set of something, so I wrap Yeah, you buy a whole set, you get the wrapping paper for free. So, so, so it's the same thing. The person wants to work, spend his time learning the Chachma Schitzah in this, the wrapping paper, okay, spend your time, go to school, get a degree in it, learn the topic. You'll, you'll learn the topic, whatever it is that the Chachma wants, that is there is such a Chachma, it takes time. You have to work on it. But if a person wants to learn the Torah and his master learning the Torah completely, Hashem will give him the other the fakmus, the wrap the the wrapping paper basically. Hashem will give it to him for free. Because it's only there to help a person in Torah And therefore, for a person who's not talking necessarily about a poison, who has to know the Matheas, but a person who's mismaster he is given the other gifts to Matanya. He's given the other gifts to Matanya. That's also true, and I'm going to get to that, but we we me talking about things a person wouldn't be able to figure out. Yes, it's information, it's not a far necessarily. it's a bit serious. Yes. But it's given to him in That's what That's what Rechaim uh, Edojan writes about. Like the Vilna God, therefore the Vilna God says he knew all the Chachmus Chitanius. He understood astronomy, he understood medicine, he understood all these fields, not because he ever spent any time on it, but because since he spent all his time on Torah, Hashem gave them, gave them to him to my time. He's from the No, that's a Chakodesh. It's, 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 it's a certain idea a person gets. How's he going to get it? So it depends. So let's go back to the story I said before. So when this professor comes to this doctor comes to Khazanesh and says, how do you know how to tell me to do your brain surgery? You've never learned the topic. What did the Khazanesh say? I spent months learning Hilchus Trafus. And from learning the Suga of I understood the brain. And now the person comes to ask me, how does the brain work? And so now I know how the brain works. Not from medical textbooks, from the Suga of Hilchus Trafus. Now, does that mean that in Hilchus Trafus it tells you that the, the various structures of the brain, how does it? No, it doesn't. i wasn't in Hilchus Trafus. Uh, not like a Khaznish, but it doesn't say that. When a person's cool and trying to understand the Sergis, and Hashem makes it clear to him. So, based on his ability to be Ma'ayan and understand the Sergis, he understands maybe from the Torah, but what he understands is how something works, how, how, how the Mitzvah works. That's the uh, second point. And it was not necessarily something a person had to have learned because it was necessary in order to be a rough. It could be from a ideas or Torah. On a deeper level, a person is aware of these things too. Okay, so it comes to him as understanding a sugya. but from there, a coach Rok is giving him the other chokhmus as well. So that's the second thing. How would a rob feel qualified to give advice in areas like that? The first one is maybe he does have experience them. And the second one is, from a certain clarity interior, a person understands other chokhmus too. There's a third point also. and so That person doesn't necessarily need to waste the godless time for it. But a lot of shyness people ask all you need is somebody who's so to speak is uh doesn't isn't invested in the story he's impartial and logical a lot of things they don't need a great aggressive you need someone just to listen to you logically and hear what you're saying makes sense and not, they don't have a vested interest in it and therefore, a lot of times people come to ask a godel for advice that's killer they're they, using somebody who's overqualified for what they need what they need is who's willing to listen to what they're saying and tell them straight, doesn't, you don't, what you're saying isn't logical, it can't be, it doesn't make sense. The person themselves doesn't see that because they, you know, gave a they made us a bland their cl- clarity. But anybody who's learned how to work through a soya and can think through every stage, like, is what you're saying logical or illogical? Does it make sense? Doesn't make sense. And therefore, they can see, like, like is, it, is, is it a mahalach which could work or not work? And then again, one doesn't have to be a godadar for this. People waste godly time with this kind of thing too, but one doesn't need to be a god for that. One just needs somebody who's a talmid chacham, who trains his mind how to think through stages logically. And then you can already see. One second you tell you have this plan that's going to do this, no, it doesn't make sense. This isn't mochrich. It doesn't have to be like that. And just because you're assuming this is going to be the case doesn't have. You know, you can find all the holes in the system, or and then you can advise a person. And what you're saying is, not like at Or everything he says does make sense, all fits well. Then you can give him advice. That's the third point. It's this pasuk we call yasha which again, from a person having always like and gone through Suggis, and what does he hold and what does he hold? And does it that make sense? It doesn't make sense. it is logic, it's not logic. A person trains his mind to be logical. That's the third point. And now we come to the fourth point. And so now what I've said is it could be true for any Tamil Any any Rab who's had experience passing in has a certain amount of knowledge on the topic is passing. In. Anyone who is on the level of having learned terroristma, which isn't a simple thing, but what the God says, if a person is ter- learned terror ish, is a among that is all the other kinds of khachm there are in the world but let's say there are so many people on that level But the third point anybody who is an experienced Tamil khachm and has trained himself to think things through logically will be able to go fast. but now there's a fourth area there's a fourth area which is the province only of Gdali Adar. the province only of Gdali Adar. and on this uh, Khazal say the expression Dabar echod Ladar there's one person who speaks in Ladar Dabar is a speaker one the person speaks with What does that mean? It's the way that Mary Rabbi Moshe Shapiro used to explain it is, when Moshe Rabbeinu, as the leader, asked the Baruch that there should be a, always a guarantee that there should a guarantee that there should be always a guarantee that a guarantee that the leaderless. And always a guarantee that 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 always always a and what's the job of the leader of Kali To give direction to Kali Yisrael as a whole, to direct the tzibur. And if that's the case, how's he meant to know? How's he meant to know? Uh, there's some questions which, which, are, which are come to the table of a gadol and the shorts of n'vuh or ruch HaKodesh. How's he meant to know what the answer is meant to be? It's not something which is necessarily logical. You have to know information which will be in the future. How are you meant to know? How's the person meant to understand things like that? And the answer is, there's a certain Siyat d'ishma'ya for the person who is the Dabur Ladar, the person who has to make decisions for the Dab that he's given the Siyat d'ishma'ya to make the right decision. But that doesn't apply to more than one person. That's not something which a person is going to get to from his Seifel, and it's not something a person can always explain. Uh, it's something which is, uh, if a person has the responsibility for Ka Yisrael, then Hashem will give him the feeling what's the right answer. So whatever, whatever that's considered in that, it could be different countries are different, whatever's considered the person responsible for I' Israel is given to say this man. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story which I was a witness to. Which just brings out this point. I'm not explaining things. We're talking 20, maybe 30 years ago. Where there was this period where there were a lot of bus, bus bombings here in Earth, Israel. And uh, specific in the Sama money, there was one bus bombing on the bus back from the coast of 22 or 24, the very from Jews got killed. And of course, uh, it was a space that was happening one place, another place, next place. It was a big question uh, in America at the time, should they send Bachim to Eretz Yisrael or is it safe? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the bombing of Yishanai, maybe it's not safe. So they went to ask, at the time, they went to ask Reva Elia, so he was old oldest in America then, and Rav Eliad wanted to send a shout to Rav Steinman. So after Rav Steinman was lifted, Rav Steinman was considered the God Lador, they wanted to ask Rav Steinman. Rav Steinman did never find in his house. So if you wanted to ask Rav Steinman a question, you had to call up on his Gabay, and ask him to go to Rav Steinman's house and ask him the question. So my father was a good friend of Rav Steinman's Gabay, by, Yitzhak Rosengarten, so I was in his house for Shabbos that week. And he gets a call from the American, and there is, next week to Shredish we have thousands of Bachim who are meant to be going to death to Israel. What are you meant to tell them? To go or not to go? What do you ask Rosh yeah. Hashir? It's Friday afternoon. This is I have to run and ask Rosh a question. So what's the question him. He Can I come with? He If you keep quiet, come with. Fine. So we went together. Rosh was by himself. Then he was learning by himself. It No, this wasn't his call. He comes inside. Rosh Hashir, this is the question. So Rosh thinks about it for a minute. And he says, What am I meant to say? He says, If I give an answer, I'm taking a chrys. Because then everyone's going to come to Israel and say, because of you. So I'm taking a cry, so all the Ba'chum are going to come. So he thought about it for a few minutes more. And he said, like this, he said, it's not, the, the, it's not such a big question, because any Ba'chum is going to come to Israel to learn, I don't have a problem with that. I don't learn, the Torah will protect Shahada. He says, but if I give a hint for all the Ba'chum to come, there are also going to be those Ba'chum who are going to come and not learn. And they're going Torah. What's protecting them? So he says, so the question really is, am I, am I taking a cries for the Baqram who are going to come and not learn because I said the Baqram should come? So he puts his head on the table for five minutes, and he, picks head and he says to him, he says, call back and tell him the Baqram should come everyone will be okay. How did he decide that? Based on what? What's the logic here? What's the that you have to know? I that's what happened. The came like normal, there wasn't a single story of a blessing involving Ishmael Baqram. Based on what? That's a of Dabar When someone has to make a decision for Kla Yisrael, and there isn't the information that you're going to rely on, there has to be a Siyat Adishmai. Kla Yisrael is not leaderless. And then it has to be the leader who has the Achrais. The leader has the Achrais to make decisions, but then it's coming from a place of Siyat Adishmai. It's coming from a place of if he's responsible for that, then Akhonesh Baruch is going to give him the Siyat to make the right decision. Questions like that, there isn't a child of, what's what sughid did you come from? Where's the Raya What do you want to say it's understood that sometimes the, 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 the manning of Klai or whatever area that's going to be, whatever group of Klai that's going to be, so there's a certain siyat that he has enabled in, in order to be able to guide a dog. This only applies to questions which affect the tzibur because that's his job as a manager. a question like this which affects the tzibur, so then someone has to take responsibility for the tzibur, that's what they get as When it comes to individual questions, we don't say anything like that. Then it's a shout of one of the other things we said before, of, there's not enough men here also. And that's an important point because I'm going to finish with this, but it's an important point because there's lots of applications in the master, lots of ramifications. And that is that when in something that a Godel said, you ask him a question and he gives an answer. And now the question is, one second, maybe he didn't present the question properly. Maybe there's information he, he left out. So he said, but he gave an answer, he's a Godel, so I have to accept it. This is where it makes a big difference. Because the question is really, which is it coming from? if it's a question of, you know, God listened to what you asked Him, He listened to the facts you said and basically he gave you an answer, then if you gave Him the wrong facts, you're going to get the wrong answer. So you're going to, if, it, if you didn't present the, the, the correct story, so of course you're not going to get a good answer. Because then it's, not, it's a shadow of uh, working with what you told Him and based on those facts what makes sense. The facts were wrong, so now we have to re- readdress the question. Whereas if it's a shadow of what was needed for the dar, it's not a shadow of the facts so much because it doesn't really make a difference. In a capacity like that, then there's a certain Seyad <laughs> Dishmai involved. That doesn't apply to everything. It's not like if I went to ask a Ravi a question and asked it wrong. Because I reverse said it's I went to ask a Shayla, you asked the wrong Shayla, go back and ask the wrong right Shayla. That's a Shayla of logic or understanding. But in can, it's a Shayla of asking the question for the dog. So in this question, if it was said it's 25,000 coming from America, well, or no, I'm sorry, it's it Surah 30,000 it doesn't make a difference. If the question's coming from a place of need some kind of Rechakode, some kind of answer which is Seyad Dishmai, and it's not the factors which are going to change the question. It's, it's coming from the place, that the G-d-l-e the Dishmai. That's only questions which involve the whole symbol, questions which involve the rabbi. The question of a yachid is coming from a koyach, of a person's ability to answer the yachid. That's okay. the case. The factors of the question are going to make a big difference. How do we know, how do we know if he's entering from logic or if he's answering? from Siyad so I just told you. Is the question of a yachid a question of place? No, but by a yachid, it's always logic. Always it's never Siyad That's all pretty.